0: Warm, sunny afternoon. Listen, it's very moist outside.
1: You are not wrong. I could, I could swim outside right now, <laughs> and I haven't had to, I haven't had to contend with humidity yet, really yet this summer. Mm-hmm. So um, the fact that it feels just so incredibly gross outside right now is one of the reasons I'm so excited to go to Colorado next week.
0: Yes, and as you're preparing to go to Colorado, instead of taking a shower indoors, you can just go outside with some soap, and it's so moist that you can just do your rinse outside.
1: Why would I prepare to go to Colorado (laughs) by taking a shower outside? I don't understand how
0: that is similar well, because you're probably going to be camping. Oh, are no. you going to be in a cabin? I'm actually going to a oh, cabin this you're time. Not be I'm roughing it. I'm like living life large. Okay. I don't want to brag, but I'm bragging. In the past, a lot of the times that we have gone to Colorado, right. we have pit toilets. Mm-hmm. We haul our own water. Mm-hmm. And when we're finally at the point where we really need some, you know, whether it be like our bed bath in our camper or something, or, you know, just washing our hair in a Tupperware, Um, we usually have to do something that involves outdoor showering. That is very accurate. At the most primal, primitive level. Primitive. Primitive. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh,
1: Yeah, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm, I always look forward to Colorado. It's mostly because of hiking. I love Mm -hmm. hiking, but... There's, it's going to be different not actually like coming back from a hike and having to like put water over the stove and wait for it to boil. I don't know, like having meals take that much longer to make just because I mean everything has to heat up really slowly. On our little cook stove. Yeah, I mean it's just it's going to be a lot different and I feel like it will not seem as long. Because, I mean, you get halfway into a camping trip, mm-hmm. and you're a little tired of mm-hmm. just roughing it and not being in this is true. civilization a
0: little bit. We will have to compare our experiences, because, um, yes, you are leaving soon and going to be staying in a cabin in Colorado, but then at the end of July, I'm going to be roughing it in Colorado. Um, like, actual roughing it? Well, not... Well as rough as I'm willing to be with two young children. so oh, there will rough. actually be electricity hookups okay, which will be nice. Um, so we'll have to right. compare our experiences. Um, you'll be in a new part of Colorado, that's true um, with di- different hiking trails so also that'll true. Definitely, Yeah, I think it'll be
1: fun. It's gonna be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll probably be doing everything that you wouldn't want to do so
0: <laughs> I think we already know <laughs> that we'll probably prefer our own trips. <laughs> This is very true. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when we've been at high altitude when I'm, you know, 33 weeks pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, Or now I have a, you know, five, six month old. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely have different uh, hikes that we like to go on. Sure. Yes.
1: I mean, (laughs) that's good because then all the hikes
0: are actually getting used by everyone. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. At least I'm taking the low to moderate hikes and they're not. Oh, that, that's really nice.
1: <laughs> well, I also don't have asthma, and so yeah. I can like regulate myself really quickly mm-hmm. and just go on all those long hikes, and yes. you can't
0: even breathe up there, so. Yes. Uh, there's really no comparison there. Yeah, I don't notice my asthma throughout the whole entire year, and then I go to high altitude and I yeah. try to hike, and my lungs say, mm, no, not so much. Think again, I'm, baby yeah. girl. yes. Think yes. again. Rather, it's a shock to my lungs when I go uh, yeah. to mountains, but it's one of my favorite places.
1: Well, Catherine, welcome to We Recommend This Podcast. I am your host, Maddie Heinrichs, and today I'm joined by Catherine Holverton. Um, we are sitting on a bed in her guest bedroom in her basement because we were thinking this is probably the quietest part of her entire house. And I think so far, it's, uh, it's working. It's happening. Mm-hmm. It seems pretty, pretty silent down here. And like I said in the previous episode, this is a mobile podcast. Um, I mean, sure, some people come to me, but more often I go to them. And it, it works both ways. It's fine. <laughs> um, so I'll start us out with a tasty review. Mm-hmm. I know that you know that I know that you know about those tasty reviews. And I am starting this out with something that I have been craving for, I don't think I ever stop craving them. I think that once I have them, then I'm like, wow, that was so great, but I just want it again. And this craving is chips and salsa. Oh. It's very, it's a very simple, you don't have to make it, you just have to buy it, <laughs> you know? Um, but... I prefer like a a more hot salsa, a little mm-hmm. more spicy. Yeah. Um, but it can be any kind of tortilla chip, and it can really be any kind of salsa. Now there is a mango salsa that Target makes that is real slapping. Yes. But I will take um, the the pico de gallo. I'll take any sort of fresh, any sort of jarred salsa. You just you just push that in my direction something about sweet and spicy crunchy salty mm-hmm. it's delicious I I could live off of it it wouldn't be healthy for me to do that but <laughs> I could live off of that I absolutely love
0: the combination
1: mm-hmm. and I could eat it forever
0: and I have a new raised garden bed this year and I have tomatoes and peppers and cilantro hmm missing the onion part, but we could make some pretty slapping pico de gallo. And I will hold you to that. <laughs> I, I will, will
1: play this specific part <laughs> of the podcast back at you. And you'll be like, well how about you freaking make it by yourself? And yeah. and then I'll I'll eat it with you. Go
0: outside, pick the ingredients, make the salsa. Exactly. Have you had the pineapple salsa from Trader Joe's? <laughs> yeah it's delicious now that stuff is
1: maybe probably definitely crack like Mm -hmm. i think they put a little there there has to be a slip of msg or something in there just (laughs) just like a little sprinkling (laughs) because because that stuff is crazy good a light dusting of msg just a dusting there's just like powdered sugar that we just (laughs) dust on top and it's fine Don't, don't look too closely at it it's fine
0: well, I do appreciate that it's a little bit spicy as well. So it's not all sweet. You, It's yeah. complemented by being spicy. Yes. And so balance. then I actually want to eat the whole jar because it's mm. spicy as well as being sweet.
1: I picked up a whole case of jalapenos for <laughs> a dinner I was making the other night. And I swear, I cut up the entire thing, like the whole package, and I dumped it into my dinner. And... Um, it freaking, there was no spice. I couldn't believe it. Like, you had only the taste of the pepper, and that was it. And I was astounded. Like, seeds and all, it was all in there. And I don't know if I just got a really random batch of jalapenos that had no flavor or spice whatsoever. I didn't know what was happening.
0: It Are was... you sure it was a jalapeno? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Is that jalapeno on the cover? Wow. I would say in the past when I've helped uh, my mom can salsa Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm given the duty to chop up jalapenos, it's very spicy. Mm -hmm. The the juices that are like aerosolized will go down in your throat and lungs and it will make me cough if I cut enough of them. So I'm super surprised that you made or that you cut that many jalapenos and it wasn't even spicy. When
1: you throw it on the old in in the old skillet and you start cooking them the fumes that come off of that make me start coughing yes like that's usually how it goes and so imagine my surprise when i throw this like i don't know six of them (gasps) in in my mixture nothing happens i'm like preparing myself and i'm like should i open a window Mm -hmm. do i need to turn on a fan i don't need to do anything because nothing's happening that's incredibly disappointing
0: I'm sorry that that happened to you. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> Just have a movie. moment of silence. Aldi, you suck. <laughs> Except you don't, but like, yeah, a little bit. Well, my little tasty morsel for the day. Slap me up, girl. Yeah, it's brought to you by, well, Maddie and I are actually partaking of it currently, a Quirk Hard Seltzer. Ayo. Um, so this comes in several different flavors. Indeed. Um my favorite would probably be the strawberry lemon and basil i love the blueberry yes as well there is um, cherry blossom and Mm -hmm. lime Mm -hmm. there's a blackberry sage and a blueberry lemon and lavender that is like top (sighs) tier yes and i've had a lot of hard seltzers and i feel like a lot of them are just an excuse or, you know it's something that has alcohol and it's low calorie yeah. and so everyone's like oh this is my summer drink um, but when you introduced me to quirk I was truly surprised it's about I think four percent alcohol mm-hmm. um, content That's pretty standard which is yeah pretty standard filter lines um, but it's very flavorful and um, juicy smooth um, the my favorite one the strawberry lemon and basil um it's kind of like having like a strawberry cucumber salad. Mm. Um, but then there's that kind of minty tone to it Mm -hmm. and it's just so refreshing. It,
1: it is. And, um, it is brewed by Boulevard and Boulevard is out of Kansas city. And so I'm not exactly like, I know if you're in the Midwest, you're probably able to find it in grocery stores, Mm -hmm. but if, if you're outside of that area, I'm not sure how readily available they are, but if you ever are nearby and you
0: see Quirk yeah. on the shelves, you need a snap and grab. Yeah, pick it up. I think it comes in cases of 12. Yeah, um, they're pretty reasonably priced. Yeah, it's about $15 for 12. Sure. And whenever I want to balk at the price of drinks, I think about how much I would spend on a single drink if I went yeah. and got one of these in a restaurant. Yeah. Um, because recently I was in a restaurant, um, and I ordered one cause I was pleasantly surprised that it was on their menu and it was, I mean, what, six bucks for, right. For, it. and then I was like, oh, it's really not that much to buy, you know, a 12 pack of these for $15. Right.
1: <laughs> well, and they also have tropical, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're expanding their flavors. Yeah. I had a pear yuzu, oh. um, which is part of their tropical pack which was really light and refreshing, but mm-hmm. you got a little pear in there. Okay. Um, all around,
0: just a great brand. It really is. I was just so impressed, especially like the lavender, um, which one was that? Yeah, the blueberry, lemon, and lavender. I'm just so surprised by how they bring all the herbs, um, the herbaceous, you know, tent to each of their- Oh, for sure. Yeah, I was just super surprised. Um, because I feel like in a lot of the hard seltzers I've had, there's you just a lot taste of flavor lacking. It just is Absolutely. very carbonated and yeah. meh. Yeah, I'd say,
1: yeah, uh, the, the, the Wave One White Claw, um, Truly, oh, like um, those are pretty light on flavor, but then you get into the Mike's Hard. They came out with seltzers and they're so sweet. Oh. It like overpowers everything else and it's disgusting. But somehow Boulevard they manage to like it's not too
0: sweet, but it's packed with flavor. Correct. And it's not syrupy, it's not, it's not like a cough medicine. It's not. Yes. Like some other brands. Yes.
1: <laughs> so uh yeah, we definitely ten out of ten. Always mm-hmm. recommend those. All over. For sure. Well, um, I'm a fan. Me too. Thanks for letting me borrow in for this for this podcasting session. <laughs> and thanks for introducing me to them in the first place. Well, I'm pretty sure mom was the one that introduced me to them. So Fair I was enough. just passing along the good news. It you all know? goes back to mom. It, I mean, well, sometimes. I mean, sometimes I find things by myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all her. Come on, mom, Whatever. <laughs> um, well, now it's time for the meaty. The yes. meaty things. The meaty reviews. And uh, I'm excited about this one because I, I have uh, gone away from, from film and TV for a little bit. In the last past two episodes, I did a musical group, and I did a podcast, and now I'm back to my evil ways. Mm. And you, I believe, have watched this. It's called Severance. Oh. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'm really excited, obviously, about this. Uh, Severance is a show. It is on Apple TV. Yeah. And it's created by Apple. And so you will only find it on mm-hmm. Apple TV. So um, my grandma is awesome and she allows me to be part of her family account. So that's why I have Apple TV. Um, but I otherwise I'm not actually sure how much it is or if you can do like a
0: trial run. Yeah. And... I think Apple TV is it is a reasonable. I want to say it maybe started at like four ninety nine a month, mm. and now I pay something like seven ninety nine a month. Okay. But compared to you know like Netflix, that's HBO. like sixteen dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's very reasonably priced. Yeah.
1: No, I would I would definitely agree. Um. So yes, this is an original made by Apple. It is. It stars Adam Scott,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I know Adam Scott from parks and rec and it was really quite. I I need to see I feel like this is the most recent thing he's done or like close to it but he looks so changed Oh yes he does like he looks he looks fucking rough like that's what (laughs) I'm gonna say I was so it came out in uh, February of uh, last year and I don't remember quite when parks and rec ended but he was just i mean he had fluffy hair in that but he was he looked pretty well put together still skinny little guy and in this <laughs> he grew out his hair which i should just say adam don't do it mm-hmm. high and tight my bro mm-hmm. pull it back trim it up <laughs> do something because this long hair mm-hmm. makes you look like an emo teenager from the early 2000s yeah, like teen- you do, you don't want that he just looks like he's um, he's been an alcoholic for fifty years. I don't know. He just looks really rough, and I don't know if that was what the show was going for. Like they, because I know, like you learn um, a bit about his past. I don't want to like really spoil anything, but it's not really spoiling because you kind of figure out that, I mean, he he has a bit of a a troubled past. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife just died. And so obviously he's going
0: to look a little rough, but they really made him look rough. Dare I say haunted.
1: Oh, stop <laughs> it. he's haunted. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um,
1: you may say, you may <laughs> dare to say that. Uh, so basically the, the whole thing, of the, the whole plot of the show is that this company has, they called it severed. And so they sever you from your work self and your personal life self. So when you go into work, you only like, you don't remember basically who you are. Like Mm -hmm. you have this other self that does all work activities. And then once you go home, you don't remember anything that happened at work and you just, you know, do all your home stuff and your personal life things. And it's already just with that plot summary, insane like it was so interesting to me that's really all I went off of when I started watching it I'm pretty sure Ashley was the one that recommended I watch it for the first time Mm -hmm. quite a while ago and I didn't because I was watching other things or I don't know I was kind of busy graduating my (laughs) master's whatever it's a big deal Mm, yes um so I recently was like okay I need something to watch severance has been on my list for a while I literally watched the whole thing in like three days.
0: As like, did I.
1: Bro. It was extremely watchable. Mm-hmm. And it's a mystery. And that's why I don't want to like really get too into it. Because I don't want to spoil anything. But you follow him. But then you start to follow other characters that he works with in his office. And um, I feel like the the character development. It's never um, like it's not an exposition dump you're not just watching and listening like okay great this is fantastic I just had to listen to all this like it's all very on the screen great acting mm-hmm. um, no matter how rough Adam Scott looks that man <laughs> my word he knows how to act yes he does and all of his cohorts do a fantastic job the music oh. holy shiitakes yeah the music and you made a great point. You said that Westworld, Severance, and Silo—they all sound like they have similar um, scores, like people that make the soundtracks. And I—I I actually meant to look that up because I totally picked up on that. Um, and it looks like you're doing some sleuthing. Mm-hmm. She's sleuthing. She's tapping the keys. But I just think it's really well shot. Um, There's some beautiful still moments, um, great reveals. It was just a really pleasant show to watch and it kept going and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a second season because the first season definitely ended on like, oh, like a high note, like what's going to happen next? A bit of a cliffhanger. Um, kind of stopped abruptly, so I would assume that they're in production for a second season. As far as what other people say about this, Rotten Tomatoes, Catherine, what do you think oh. Rotten Tomatoes gave this show? An 87%. 97 Damn. I know. Like, they, they, they were That's, slapping this up. Yes. They were munching and crunching. Um... And they, uh, the, the internets, they say that this is a drama. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a drama in my mind kind of speaks of um, like, oh, all this crazy stuff is happening at every turn and blah, blah, blah. But it felt more like a mystery thriller to me and less yeah. drama. I've seen a lot of dramas. I'd
0: say suspense as well.
1: Ooh, yeah. Another great one, yeah. Yeah. Suspense, mm-hmm. thriller, mystery. Um, would be much more interesting categories for this to be in than just drama. So, yeah, yeah that's... Do you, do you have news on composers?
0: You know, so... Uh, two out of three. So... Okay. Um... Not that we're talking about the Silo today, but yeah. the Silo and Westworld and Severance all, you know, have these kind of haunting. Um, lots of piano. Yeah, lots of piano. Yeah. Um, but apparently a lot of people have felt like the same, that that it seemed like it was the same composer. Because However, they're not.
1: Theodore Shapiro did Severance. Yeah. He composed Severance.
0: Um, but did he not compose any of the other ones? So, I found two out of three. Um, the Silo, yeah, there's a Icelandic composer um, for the Silo theme song, Okay. Um, whereas then Westworld was done by Raman Dwadi. Okay. Um, so, actually, they're not the same, and then this actually wasn't talking about Severance as much, but they all sound the same.
1: They all sound so,
0: similar, but they're all different Yeah, composers. so they're all different composers, okay, okay. but it's... It is a little bit crazy. That is so interesting. Yes.
1: Yeah. There was just like a lot of motifs that sounded the mm-hmm. same throughout. Oh, and then another, just really random fact, is um, Ben Stiller directed some of the some of the episodes of Severance. Oh. And I know Ben Stiller from Night at the Museum. <laughs> I know. Oh, and also, um, damn it, the the crazy one where he's a model, the in the blue steel. Like that look. Yeah. Whatever, I'll I'll get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I know all the listeners are the listeners are like, Oh, it's this movie. Come on, why are you even here? Now I have to freaking look it up
0: because I'm dying. Yes, hold on. Help he, Zoolander. Zoolander. Yes. <laughs> the only thing I could think of when you say Adam Sandler is fifty first dates. And I didn't that's say not Adam you, Sandler. I mean not Ant. I'm sorry, see said Ben Stiller, babe. But that but it made me think about Adam, Adam Sandler? Sandler? Isn't that weird? Why? I don't know. Have they even even acted together? No. Do they, I mean, do they sort of look like each other a little no. bit? No. No. Adam Sandler looks
1: so different.
0: Yeah, okay, I'm fired. Adam Sandler is like freaking white trash over
1: there. <laughs> but anyway, Ben Stiller randomly directs this fantastic. It kind of reminds me, now I'm just freaking devolving all over the place <laughs> but it kind of reminds me of only murders in the building <gasps> oh. where selena gomez and steve martin mm-hmm. and that third which i'm going guy um, they all produce that as well and it's just like actors that become producers or directors yes. and you would never think like sure i might have thought that steve martin martin short Martin Short. Um I would have thought those guys would um be directing or producing by this time just because like they're older, but Selena Gomez is so good and she's mm-hmm. producing it. It's crazy.
0: It is crazy. I feel like it takes a lot of talent and maturity yeah. to be able to do that, but yeah. she she does a really good job in that role. She
1: does fantastic. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, that's
1: another one that we need to recommend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. We have But that's not so what we're up. We are I we can only recommend so much. There's only so much that we can do. Yeah. So yes, this is my recommendation. I don't want to spoil anything else, but it's a great show. Mm-hmm. It's so watchable. It's um like eight
0: or nine episodes. Yeah. Um. And they're like an hour long. Usually Apple TV does that. Yeah. Yeah. But um in Parting, <laughs> um. My husband and I, at the end of each episode, would be like in the edges of our seats and just like looking at each other at the end. Like you, ah. you know, it leaves you on such good cliffhangers. It that does. It's so hard to stop watching it and go to bed, and then you're like the next night, you know, waiting for All the kids to go to bed so yep. that you can watch the next Severance. Just dive right in. Yes. So yes. Good. Go right back in there. Well, what am I diving in with you? Yes. So, um, I guess we're just kind of doing an ad for Apple TV this week (laughs) (laughs) because, um, so I didn't realize that you were also doing Apple TV, but I recently had recommended to me um, Shrinking. Oh, did you not
1: know that Apple TV is a sponsor of this podcast? Oops. Um, Yeah, the podcast is so big after six episodes (laughs) that uh, I already got a sponsor.
0: Apple TV. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I don't want to brag, but... (laughs) So, yes, this was recommended to me, and I was in between TV shows, sure. uh, so I turned it on. This one I actually watched by myself, but um, I'm sure my husband would have enjoyed it, too. Sure. Um, so, we have some big actors in it. Uh, we have Jason Segel. Love. Um, obviously, a lot of you probably know him from How I Met Your Mother, uh, which was a lot of seasons. Um, like, freaking so many. So many seasons. I don't know. And, yeah, that's another show. But, yeah, he's older. He's more mature. Um, he does a re- He's a very good actor. Uh, Jessica Williams, she is gorgeous um, and a very good actress. And I don't know that I've seen her in a ton of other things. But, um, Maddie, yeah, check that out for me. Um, and then Harrison Ford, who, I mean, no. obviously. Who's that? Oh, I love Harrison Ford. I really do um so it's a comedy drama um you know there's some darker elements some really sad things that are going on within the show but then that comedy you know brings it so that you don't leave feeling depressed Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh but jason siegel works as a cognitive behavioral therapist um and then jessica williams is a fellow therapist and friend um and then harrison ford also works um they all three work together here and Harrison Ford is like uh the senior therapist but he's the friend of them so there's a lot of counseling between the two of them and kind of showing you know all the messy lives that they have behind the scenes um therapists do not have their lives together Mm -mm. not that I mean, maybe it was just me assuming that they did. No, you kind of um, assume that. I, I feel like, you know, you Like they use yeah. their practices on their own
1: person. Right. And so they're like really right. well adjusted or something. Exactly.
0: So, I mean, you're teaching people how to communicate, how to cope through things. But then you see that a lot of the relationships in their personal life are actually broken. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Jason Siegel, you know, plays this grieving therapist. I feel like you also almost said Jason Statham. Sorry. No. No,
1: no it's all good. I was just like thinking we were going to talk about a very different movie. No, <laughs> <laughs> Apple TV only. <laughs> okay, yes. yeah, please. Okay,
0: so he's his grieving therapist and he kind of breaks all of his rules and decides to just instead of sitting there listening to his client crying, sure. you know, and telling them about their terrible marriage, he just goes, you know, stop it. Just stop it. And he breaks the rules and tells his clients, how he really feels and exactly what he thinks. Um, and it's probably not recommended. You know, it's maybe a good way to get punched sometimes. Oh, um, yeah. I'm assuming you mentioned that because that happens. Yeah, maybe so. Oh, maybe sure. so.
1: Who's to say?
0: Um, and so he's actually just lost his wife. He has a teenage daughter. Um, they have a really hard relationship and just coping with grief. Um, and kind of going through that together. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, his daughter is played by Lucy Maxwell and she was just delightful. Um, and so it's, it's pretty crazy. His, he has this anger management case who he actually invites to live in his pool house. Stop it. You know, which obviously is probably not great for a, you know, professional therapy relationship. Maybe not. Yeah. So there's a lot of things going on here that um, are not usually seen in a professional setting. Sure, but it was delightful. I laughed a lot. Um, How many episodes is it? Yeah, so there's one season. It okay. came out in two thousand twenty-three. Oh, um, so and I yeah, very so recently. recently, and I think they will be coming out with um, another season. Yay! But I assume that probably won't. It was renewed for a second season, but I mean, I don't know. When it will actually come mm-hmm. out right and it had let me see here 10 episodes oh great yes yes um and there's a lot of love and anger and people coming together and uh, working through things and uh,
1: so they strike a good balance that's what you're saying like yes. it's com- comedic but there's like dark yeah. darkness to it in real mm-hmm. world problems but yeah it's still like able to
0: strike a balance so you don't feel mm-hmm. really weighed down by it. Yeah. And it focuses on that relationship that he has with his daughter mm-hmm. and just each of the times that they are come together and try to reconcile and talk about these really hard things. Sure. Um, so it's it's really beautiful too. And
1: probably like a lot of things that viewers can relate to. Yes. i Yes.
0: It's a very heavily relatable sure. um show. Yes. Um and his next door neighbor actually kind of acts as a mother to his daughter, um, while he kind of, you know, is on the back burner as this grieving husband. And Mm -hmm. so, um, there, yeah, there's a lot of different elements that come into play and some co-parenting and yeah, things that a lot of people will understand and relate to. Um, and Maddie, I did look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Any, uh, guesses? Uh, if I were to
1: say, um, I mean, I, I haven't heard of, like I haven't seen this yes but uh, like um uh, <laughs> like uh, 93 yeah so it had an 82 oh
0: okay which that's I mean still, still really good it is still no, really no, no, good no, that's still really good um I mean overall I was
1: just running off the high of severance and I'm like oh, I know 97
0: 90 <laughs> yeah no. yeah exactly so no I was I was impressed I watched it quickly and I really wanted there to be another s- season when I got to the end mm-hmm. so yeah and luckily for you there will be there will be in that's, 2024
1: that's so interesting like I'm sure Harrison Ford has played so many different characters mm-hmm. but I don't think that he always he like he usually gets to play the role of um like someone who isn't jumping and or uh, shooting something or Mm -hmm. I know looking for a spy or going on a grand adventure like this yeah maybe
0: this was really refreshing there's no crystal skulls
1: (laughs) well thank
0: goodness no one no one freaking wants those no no everyone wants wants those to stay away yeah actually you know he's aging how old is he? I don't know. Is he? Yeah, look, he's probably in his seventies. I I would say they you were right seventies, but he has Parkinson's in the show. No. Um. So oh he, my God, he's eighty. Oh my <gasps> goodness. See, I would have never Holy said shit. that. Yeah. Oh my God. <sighs> this boy, eighty. He looks really good for eighty. I don't. Uh, he's still quite handsome as an eighty. Okay, year old. quit. You I'm can back saying. that up. I'm just. Saying. You can back it up. Are you looking at photos of him? No,
1: I'm saying to you, back it up because you were
0: you were saying I, that in the I you loved world. all of the Indiana Jones movies. Hey, they were well, did you like Kingdom of the Christmas Soul? Was that your favorite? No, did you it was like not. the aliens? Did no, like it was not. that was not my favorite. I liked the like old Shiloh Indiana Lebeuf? Jones. Okay. The old ones. Okay. You just had to you just had to yeah. be Maybe it was the leather jacket. Okay. Or the, the hat, or the whip. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? But I've always, you know, or him in Star Wars. Sure. I mean, he just plays a lot of really Do good a little roles. Han Solo. Sure. Yeah, it's pretty spicy. I mean, I've never heard of Harrison Ford, but he sounds pretty great. <laughs> yeah. From whatever. How you? Or miss. him as a president shooting <gasps> the terrorists who are trying to take over the plane. Now listen. I know. That's a pretty good one. I know. Yeah. So, anyways, what's the one when?
1: his wife is killed and he has to find the culprit um the
0: fugitive oh yeah that one's so and he great. gets all grungy in that one he and does. gets like a beard and, and then he gets shot in the stomach some weird plot point about
1: uh like uh people that don't have limbs and they have fake limbs. prosthesis yeah yes
0: there's a whole part in that and i'm like why are there so many mannequins in this part and then there's like is this the wrong movie where like the mannequin has different painted fingernails or is that silence of the lambs that's maybe silence the lambs <laughs> i think you just went you just side turned real, real I, quick I right really there did. oh my god <laughs> but just circle back uh a mature 80 year old harrison ford wow you know
1: i has- hope you're
0: mature about that <laughs> i know There's no hope if you're not. I know. Um, But yeah, he plays this like role of this dignified senior therapist who, Mm. you know, is friends with Jason Siegel um, and counsels his daughter. But actually, he's estranged from his own daughter. Mm. Um, So, you know, that also is kind of tied in and um, there's there's a lot of bitterness and anger there. Um, And the Parkinson's, um, like he's old enough to have. I know you can be young and have Parkinson's, but he um, is thinking about giving his keys away because he doesn't want to like sure. harm anyone else, even though he's still like practicing as a therapist. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's just a lot of good it's gonna things. Uber to work. I know, <laughs> yeah, just Uber, all that right. Could, that could be expensive. Uh, daily. Yeah, yeah. Are you
1: kidding me? Well, I mean, if you live in a bigger city, it could be less,
0: but for sure, if you sure. live in a little in a little place, it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So if anyone wants to see an 80-year-old Harrison Ford in, you know, a suit jacket, still still looking good. I mean, honestly, listeners, anything you watch from here on out with Harrison
1: Ford, you know he's 80 or above, so I hope you're ready for that. (laughs) Like, you might need to just prep yourself a little bit. Just give yourself a pep talk. Be like, all right, I need to come to terms with 80
0: years of age. I hope that when I'm 80, I look as good as he does.
1: Well, it kind of makes you wonder... Like, you hear about all the movie stars and, like, how they treated their bodies Mm -hmm. back then. And, like, okay, I'm sorry. If you lived through the 60s and 70s, you were fucked up. Like, oh, my God. And now, I mean, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. And and they're still around. They're still (laughs) kicking. They're just like, oh, still uh, doing my actor thing. How is that possible? And I don't know... I mean, Clint Eastwood is still directing movies. Oh my God. And he still stars in them. And he looks old. Clint Eastwood is. (laughs) How old is he? Oh my God. (laughs) He's 93. Oh Oh my God. So,
0: you know, Harrison Ford looks good at 80. But by the time he's 93, if he is still actively acting, I'm not sure I'll say quite the same thing. That he still looks, you know, ruggedly handsome, you know, at 80 at 93 um really quick wow. Clint
1: Eastwood's latest movie I'm just looking it up really quick because I'm I'm interested to see like yeah how how recent his his latest thing and is.
0: It, that's him producing or acting in
1: uh well I'll, I'll
0: look I'll look okay. um
1: so as an actor he acted in 2021 in cry macho
0: I don't think I ever saw that
1: I didn't either, but he's wearing a cowboy hat, so it might be a, a, a cowboy. <laughs> a throwback to
0: all the spaghetti westerns. Oh, it looks like something's upcoming, so he's still doing stuff. Oh, my goodness. Yep. And he doesn't have dementia or anything, or maybe he does. I don't, I, I just, I, I, it's just wild that you can be
1: 93, he was born in 1930. Oh, my goodness. Like, he was born before World War II was over. He was born in like slap dab in the middle of, of great badness. It he's like, yeah. he's like um, a little COVID baby, a little COVID baby. He, it's like he yeah. was born in the midst of a pandemic of trial and tribulation. A little big pancake, oh, with a little butter on top. Got <laughs> little syru- syrups just swirling. Oh gosh,
0: that's right. But, but he's like, overcome all of this. With a
1: little more, like, yes. Hitler in the pan. With th- a little I mean. bit of Hitler. Like, just stashed on top. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that the sprinkles that go on top of the pancake? It's the MSG sprinkles. The MSG sprinkles. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Hitler. Ooh, okay. Well, uh, thank you for your recommendation. I now really want to watch it. Mm-hmm. And um, and I probably will because Apple TV is, like, my, my thing right now.
0: Yeah. I've been surprised by all the good things that I found on it.
1: There, I also saw that M Night Mm Shyamane. He did a little. uh, It's called Servant. He did a whole TV show, and I've been trying to get into it because I I love him. Yeah, even though he's made some really shitty things. Correct. Correct. (laughs) Um, but I've been trying to get into it. It's it's kind of like horror themed, Mm -hmm. and so I want to try to give it a chance. You do enjoy those. I do like horror. Um, Well, thank you for coming on. I can't believe we actually made it through a whole, what is it? It's 41 minutes and no babies have tried. (sighs) No
0: babies have cried or tried to break into this room. It's truly a magic.
1: Listeners, you have no idea. If (laughs) if there are any mothers listening, you know how crazy this is. Yes. Catherine has two children and one is an infant and one is four and a half or whatever
0: and she's a little bit of a wild child and they all want to be with me all the time all the time. So Maddie, thank you for having me. Hey, you're welcome. But also
1: thank you for being on the podcast. It was wonderful. And if anyone would like to find like social media or like send in a recommendation yourself, we're on Instagram at we recommend this podcast number 1. That is the actual number 1 on the end of that. And um Yeah, see my, like, really stupid posts that I like posting whenever an episode comes out. Usually, um, I'll take a picture with uh, the person that I'm reviewing, so you can kind of get a look at them, but I'll also have, like, big um, pictures of what we're reviewing, and so if you forgot what we reviewed, or if you need the title again, it will all be on the Instagram, so it's very easily accessible. 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 Well, thank you. And good night.